0: Hello, if you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved, and you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at Always Listening Pod. Dot com or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at always pod or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash pod. Now, enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm
1: not sitting through. Where the world is dark.
0: Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week on Pod on Pod, we're going to be discussing stuff you should know from HowStuffWorks.com, a great podcast, one of the earliest podcasts that I listen to. Your hosts are Charles W. Bryant and Josh Clark. It's a show, well, all about the stuff you should know.
1: And they go by Josh and Chuck.
0: It's pretty It's pretty self-explanatory. It really is. It's two guys that are obviously uh, friendly. I don't know if they were friends before they started uh, this podcast or before they started writing together for, right. the, I get the, for the website. They, I
1: get the feeling that they weren't. I get the feeling that they, they met together uh, at
0: this job. Right, over the over the HowStuffWorks.com. And if you've never been to HowStuffWorks.com, it's a really neat website. They've got tons of articles that are exactly that, how shark attacks work, how nuclear bombs work, all sorts of things. And it just kind of explains it. It breaks it down in everyday English that people can understand. So when your eight-year-old asks you one of these unanswerable questions, you go do a little research and then answer it. Look like the smart guy in the room. All they've done is taken that format on their website and put it into podcast format. These guys have been around for quite a long time. They launched in – well, actually – Uh, They took over as the hosting duo in July of 2008, but the show started back in April of 2008.
1: Um, They've also had a small stint with a TV show. Really? Of the same name. I know. I haven't seen
0: that. I can't believe that it's gone over my head. What uh, network is it on?
1: Uh, The Science Channel? Wait, I'm seeing it right here. Maybe, but it didn't last very long, I don't think. Ah, okay.
0: Well, it's kind of a hard format, I would think. Some of what they do has already been done by Mythbusters. It's not exactly the same thing, but I feel like it scratches the same niche to a degree. Well, how it's
1: it's made. Yeah, you're you're right. How It's
0: Made is a similar show, too. Absolutely. So what they do on the show is take one topic, and then over the course of about 30 to 45 minutes, depending upon the topic, they just explain it to you. It's yeah, they go over simple. the history
1: of it. They'll go over its cert, its uh, its current validity. If it's got like a pop
0: culture kind of angle, they'll sometimes talk about like the myths around right, it or like right. why this is something that people bring up sometimes, how it affects their own lives or how the, if they've got a personal story with it. The episodes that I listen to, and every week on Pod on Pod, we like to listen to at least three episodes of a show so that we can discuss it for you. Now, this is a show that you and I both actually listen to on a regular basis. So I've listened to, Dozens, hundreds of episodes. I, maybe. I
1: often listen to this whenever I run.
0: It's a good one. It's generally a you. good
1: length for uh, for one, a jog. Yeah,
0: yeah. But most recently, though, I listened to these episodes. I, I heard how the MPAA works, so the ratings board. Uh, how in vitro fertilization works, and then this was maybe my favorite one: Does brain size have anything to do with intelligence? Those, those were all great episodes. And then I'm actually right in the middle of an episode about crystal skulls right now, which is also really interesting.
1: I've listened to dozens. Uh, I listened to the MPAA one as well. I listened to How Sushi Works, and the current episode is How the NSA Works. If you like what we're talking about here on uh, this episode of Pod on Pod, you can
0: find more of their show at HowStuffWorks.com. They've got links for their podcasts there, and of course, they're in Stitcher and iTunes and all over the internet. Anywhere that you find podcasts, you can find uh, Stuff You Should Know. So, uh, what we do on Pod on Pod is break down a different podcast every week, trying to help you find your next favorite podcast. The way we do that is talking about four different criteria audio quality, host likability, production values, and then the content itself. Let's start with audio quality, as we do most of the time. A couple of episodes ago, I said about the Mark Marin podcast, WTF with Mark Marin, that it was the audio standard. You I did. You made fun of me. I did. I, there was a good reason you made fun of me because we were going to review this one. It was already on the docket. This is the audio standard.
1: It, they're in a very—they're in a sterile studio every week. They have great mics. You can't—I don't know how you would make it better.
0: I mean I suppose you could start putting it out in some sort of high definition audio format or something at a higher bit rate maybe they could they could send you fancy headphones perhaps <laughs> but no anything as far as on the production end of it it couldn't be improved. It's, it's an NPR-level production show. As you said, they're always in the studio together. Yep. I, I mean, I'm sure they record them in bunches so they can take time off from time to time, and they've got other things. These guys are on TV. They're doing things for the website, et cetera, But they don't ever do the podcast elsewhere, and that helps a lot. It really yep. does. This show is never not fun to listen to. Let's move on to host likability. Chuck, Charles W. Bryant, and Josh Clark are your two hosts. I love these guys.
1: Let me ask you a question. Okay. You're in the radio business. Sure. Is there training to to get a radio voice? Because it seems like how stuff works and stuff you should know, like like they have a another podcast, Stuff You uh, Missed in History Class, which is fantastic as well, and all of the NPR stuff tends to have the same vocal style.
0: Part of it is... The kind of human being that's drawn to the work. So generally, if you like radio, you grow up listening to radio, you have certain people that you emulate or that you at least respect and appreciate the way that they went about their business. And you naturally tend to hone your voice in that direction. Part of it is an editorial thing. We as a station have a certain sound and a style that we are going for. Right. We like our host to conduct their show in a certain way. We come in and out of breaks or commercials in a certain way. And I think that NPR especially has that. Maybe it's not stated. Maybe there's not a guidebook that says we all talk softly and, <laughs> and politely and with correct diction. But I think probably there is. I think there's a style guide. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Newspapers have a style guide that is different than, okay. so there's the MLA standard way to write. And then the New York Times has a way in which we write our articles. There's a tone that we want to take. There's et cetera, et cetera. And we want all of our writers to sort of adopt that to one degree or another. I think the same would be true and should be true for radio networks. Like you don't want. A drastic shift from shi- from a drastic change, I should say, from shift to shift, going from DJ to DJ. Fair enough, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah, and this, I think, this podcast network is the same deal, and I'm sure it's because a lot of their folks. Yeah, I think they probably come from public radio. Uh,
1: this is also one of the shows to where I have zero trouble telling the difference between hosts as they talk. Not none at all. If you were to play me a clip right now, I could say that was Josh or that was Chuck.
0: Yeah, we mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, or, or several weeks back now, when we reviewed the Martha and Eric podcast, which, by the way, thanks uh, to them, they tweeted out some stuff about our show and our review, and it's obvious that we've got uh, some of their listeners. So, welcome to all the new listeners, fans of the Martha and Eric podcast. But one of the things that we talked about in that review was the fact that the guys both have pleasant voices, but they're very different. You and I have the same thing going for us. Our voices don't sound alike, and so you hear a conversation, maybe I don't know which one is josh and which one's joel but i know that that's host a and that's host B. correct so you can follow the conversation very easily that's not always the case in podcasts you and i talk about this a lot podcasting is a amateur business even the guys who are professionals in entertainment are doing their podcast as a side business or not a business at all
1: which is why sometimes it's um it's hard to bag on somebody who is doing it for no money just because it's something they love to do or it's a topic they're passionate about. Unfortunately, I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, we did decide to start a podcast where we review other podcasts. So I guess there's a <laughs> yeah. there's a certain amount of callousness in us. But it, there definitely is a level of like doing it for the love. We're all bootstrapping. As a matter of fact, a lot of people are doing it On their own dime, so to speak. I'm coming out of my pocket to put this out into the world. And you know what that gets you? That gets you through the door. It doesn't get you a seat at the table. (laughs) Indeed, it doesn't. But this show doesn't have that issue. They do have some money behind them. They've got some money coming in for the show and their ancillary things that the show supports. And these guys are doing it top-notch every week. Charles W. Bryant, Chuck, and Josh Clark. I honestly, I think if you listen to an episode or two and you don't like these guys, there's something wrong with you as a human being.
1: Yeah, hosts like a bill. They're, <laughs> they're very affable. So let's move on to production values then. Beautifully, beautifully done.
0: Theme song in, theme song out. Uh, and again, they'll bring the music up just a little under the host when they're going to go to a break yep. and do a commercial or a, or a, hey, we're going to the mail segment now. One little sounder, they're in and out. It's, it never overrides the host's. It's never so low that you can't make out what it is. What's this stuff going on? And it's never late.
1: It's I love it. It's textbooked. <laughs> Daddy is happy.
0: Uh, they, they do talk over the music for a while, but it's perfect for the show. You and I have talked about this in other shows, too. That public radio feel, you almost expect it to. Well, and that
1: music is perfectly set up to let you know that – It's about to go into that change.
0: Yes. Hey, this is the music, Mm -hmm. and now the music is mostly over, and these guys are talking now, and we're making that pleasant transition for you. Yes. So let's move then to the content itself. Just the episodes that I mentioned earlier that I listened to here recently, the MPAA, in vitro fertilization, and does brain size have anything to do with intelligence? I can't tell you how much more information I have about those topics than I had before. And I knew
1: something. I'm a guy who loves film. I knew quite a bit about the MPAA. Well, here's what I find find happens as I'm listening to this show because obviously it's only a 50-minute information clip on it. So you're not going to – they can't. There's no way they can tell you everything about the subject. But what I do find is I often have – I often come up with questions myself. Like they'll say something like, huh, I wonder I wonder if that tradition still carries on or if it's just morphed into this new tradition, which makes you go, man, maybe I should do my own research, which I never do. But it does make me think and it makes me formulate my own questions on the topic which I think is a, is 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 exactly what the show is designed to do. You know, whenever you're in college and you have a a professor who's a great lecturer, they do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. Here's the other thing that I think is awesome about this show: the fact that when they really believe in a cause or uh, a topic that they think people actually need to know about, they're using their platform for what they believe to be good. And the way that I'm going to mention this specifically, they really got into the idea of micro-lending. It was an episode that they did a couple of years back, and, and they talked about it several times in several different ways. In particular, there's a, a website called Kiva, K-I-V-A, they, they got into it themselves. They started a, like a listener participation thing. And the whole point of this was the banking industry as it's currently set up doesn't work for us. We think there's a better way that the internet now allows. This has already started. Somebody else has started. We don't have to come up with the way to do it. Don't you see the benefits of this? And they put their money, so to speak, where their mouth is by, by really pushing it. You
1: know, they also did an excellent episode. Everything I know about Bitcoin, I actually learned from their Bitcoin episode.
0: And you know a reasonable deal about Bitcoin. You were explaining it to me the other day. I, I did not listen to that episode. But now that you mention it, I'm going to go back and find it myself. Uh, so that's the content. You're going to learn a lot in the 40 minutes, 45 minutes uh, hour of the of this show that you listen.
1: I'm always surprised when they obviously do their research independent on the topic. They get a topic. They do research into it. They delve into it. And obviously, they don't go to the same places for their research because one will know something the other one didn't find in their research but can corroborate it. Yes.
0: I also like that they like they switch up who's taking the lead on different topics. And I'm sure that's a scheduling issue or like you've already written an article about this, so obviously you're going to know more than I do. They both bring something. As you said, they go and find different resources, and some of that may be discussed ahead All of time. Gonna, like You talk about this and I'll talk exactly. about that.
1: You're going to talk about the myths of it. I'm going to talk about present day you talk about its origin
0: whatever the behind the scenes explanation for it though right. it's all seamless and and well done like well, the conversation well produced, flows yeah. well i love it the content's great i really can't say enough about it let's let's talk uh, let's move on then before we rate the show as we do here on pod on pod out of two possible earbuds let's talk about alternate names for the show it's called stuff you should know i'm going to call it stuff guys wonder because literally every one of the titles is something that i have in a idle moment sitting in traffic, you're waiting at a red light, you think to yourself, hmm, I wonder how that Bitcoin works. I hear a lot about that. I don't understand. You know? And these guys have done an episode about it. In vitro fertilization, it's not something that people talk about that much. I had a general idea of how it happened. I didn't really understand what it meant. I didn't know the technical definition of in vitro fertilization. Now I do. These guys put it in my earlobe in, you know, thirty or forty five minutes.
1: Uh, yeah, stuff you want to know would also work.
0: You could call it Josh and Chuck Explore the Universe.
1: Mm, that's a really good one, except I think people will would, would, would skew that as more of a uh, – Astronomy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about
0: stuff you shouldn't tell people you know? This is one that's come up for myself. There are lots of episodes of this podcast that are great information. You should not talk to people about how much you know about how bodies decay, for instance. That's not something to bring up at uh, <laughs> a dinner party, even if you couch it in. So I was listening to this podcast, yeah, yeah. and I've got this great information on how a corpse decays. Nobody wants to know that.
1: They, do, they definitely
0: don't want to know that you know that. Well,
1: they do want to know it, but they want, to, <laughs> they want to learn about it in the privacy of their own home in the dark. Exactly. That's not weird at all. Um, do you have a favorite moment for this podcast? No, I just like I like whenever they really hit on a subject, they like how giddy they get. Yes, yeah, like they're so excited. I, I can't wait to tell you. Let, let me, yeah, the Sushi podcast in particular, they are all over.
0: It, it's not just one moment because they've referenced it a few times, but there were two of the episodes that I listened to in getting ready for this review that they they had some reference to it. These guys don't watch Doctor Who. They don't really understand the fandom, and I love that. They're both big nerds. I'm a big nerd. I'm a geek. I'm a total geek. This is a part of fandom that I don't understand. I feel like an outsider anytime someone brings up Doctor Who, and these guys do too. They make references all the time about the, how they don't – the Daleks? What is the – what is the is it a Dalek? I don't know. It, I think it's a Dalek. I don't understand, though. Josh mentioned something about the only thing he knows about Doctor Who is that there's a there's a a phone booth involved. <laughs> and I, that's about the only thing I know, too. It has police written on the top of it. It's big on the inside. I don't know anything else. I like that. That was my favorite moment. Do you find them relatable? I do. They're very relatable. I guess that goes back to host likability though. So here on Pod on Pod, we rate shows not out of four or five stars. We don't give it two thumbs up. We give it earbuds in. We can give it a half earbud, one earbud, or two earbuds, and we each get to rate the show. So on our website, we're actually in the process right now of building kind of uh, one central location. You can go and look at a page and check out all of our reviews, look at uh, the ratings for every single show. We'll give uh, you more info when that is ready, but it's coming soon. The guys, uh, the, the code monkeys are working on that as we speak. For this show in particular, though, I'll go first. I love these guys. I love the podcast itself. It's one that I've listened to since early, early on, and it's one that's been there the whole time. I don't listen to every episode, but I listen to almost every episode eventually. I'm gonna give it a two earbud rating. I knew I knew that was gonna be your rating. You well, there's I don't
1: think there's any other option for this show. Like it's per, it's a great show. It it is a great show, but again, I'm only going to give a show two earbuds if I'm listening to every episode. If it makes it into my top rotation that I listen to every week, along with doing the research for all the shows that we're reviewing, that's a two-earbud show. I love the show. I love the episodes that that, that I do listen to. I'm giving it one and a half earbuds.
0: That's pretty high for you, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Fair
0: enough. So so three and a half earbuds from the two of us for stuff you should know from HowStuffWorks.com. You can find more there, HowStuffWorks.com. They've got links for the podcast, but of course they're in iTunes and Stitcher as well. They're on Facebook and Twitter also. I follow them all over the place. Read the blog if you're not thinking that you're going to be into the podcast. There's lots of fun stuff on their website too. Next week... We're going to start what may end up being a whole little series. We're going to talk about some of the upcoming shows for the fall uh, on TV. There's uh, some new shows premiering. There's some favorites returning from last season and past seasons. And there are great podcasts that are companions for those shows. We've already mentioned that we're going to talk about eventually uh, some Game of Thrones podcasts. We're going to talk about a Walking Dead podcast. But next week we're going to start this By discussing several podcasts, we're going to give you a whole sampler to help find the best one to be your companion this season as Gotham premieres on Fox.
1: I'm really excited about this show. I am dedicated to finding the Gotham podcast you deserve. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there you go. That's a nice
1: pull. Uh, Gotham is
0: premiering on Fox. I think I don't know that they've given a, given an official date, but I believe it's coming in October. So you still got some time to get ready. But there's some there's several really uh, interesting podcasts out there. We've already been listening to a few.
1: I am and- ears deep. And Gotham Podcast, man.
0: Have been for two weeks. Next week, we're going to be reviewing a couple of those for you and uh, trying to give you the best one to check out this fall as you check out the early adventures of uh, young Bruce Wayne as he traverses uh, Gotham under the uh, soon-to-be Commissioner Gordon. I'm excited about it. I don't know how it's going to play out. Maybe it'll be terrible. Maybe it won't even last a whole season. But, you know, it's got a lot of clout behind it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, folks. That's another episode of Pod on Pod. Find us every week at podonpod.com. And don't forget, you can go to the website, click on an independent episode, and there's a comment section at the bottom. If you've got a differing opinion on a review, if you have something to add to it or a correction to make, or if you just want to tell us, hey, thanks for helping me find my new favorite podcast, you can do all of that at podonpod.com. And by the way, whole new uh, website coming soon. We're going to have a lot of new features for you there. So watch for that. Until next week, uh, we're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. And this has been Stuff You Should Podcast.